Welcome to another episode of Get Your Bag Right podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by the lovely Easter, Easter. Fanny. He's going to take us through an episode where we talk and discuss on how to develop your child's money mindset. So welcome, Easter. You can introduce yourself. You can tell us who you are and what you do. Thank you. Thank you very much, Linat. Um, very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Such a pleasure speaking to your audience, um, but more importantly, being affiliated to you and your brand. Um, so, sure. Uh, my name is Easter Fanning. I am a financial literacy trainer for children. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about helping children form very solid foundations for success in their lives. Mm. Um, and how I do this is through teaching them about personal finances and personal financial management. So, um, growing up, I was... I was told a lot that very many times that I knew more than I should know at that age, mm-hmm. right? Well, you so, are genius. So guys are like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe I should take that. Um, but I had, I developed more than, like faster than my, oh. my, my peers. And it was mostly because of life circumstances, which I really appreciate. Okay. So most okay, of these before were, we, before we, were yeah. these life circumstances positive or negative? It depends on how you look at them. Oh, right? okay. So for so, me, it might be negative, but for you, it might be positive. Yeah. Okay. Because most of them um, revolved around having parental responsibilities delegated oh, to you. Right? Okay, okay. I think that's a positive thing. Yeah. Not everyone would have the same opinion. Yes. But yes. it really forced me to develop cognitively very fast. Okay. okay. Yeah. So by the time I was in, in class eight um, mm-hmm. and then early secondary school, mm. Most of most of my interests, I've always had an interest in how to get money, how to manage money, how to develop it, or like just mm. invest it. Mm. So mm. I would, well, I think I was a very boring, boring child because it would be the people who are now reading the back pages for the NSC things in in like form two. You know how they list yeah. the the, okay. <laughs> the shares. So you see Kabasid, you're like Safari Com, really? like, yeah. In high school, super boring. At that time, other people are like, you know, stealing the the yeah. pullouts in a Pulse magazine yeah. or fashion or whatever. And then you're there. Just give me the last page. Wow. So it was very interesting. Um, And so what that led into is I was exposed into, to a lot of information about investment, saving, and all these mm-hmm. financial markets. And um, most of my friends, my parents' friends and mm-hmm. my friends' parents, mm-hmm. these are people who are like, significantly older than myself yeah they would ask me they'll be like hey i have this amount so what mm. do you think i should do with it mm. and then i would tell them and then when other people hear me say these things they were like i wish i knew these things as young as you are and i was like i'm tired of hearing this so how about we maybe take it up and, and change the society in this way oh, wow so that's how money geek was born i think i have jumped the gun Yes, but you have yeah. jumped again. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So we can start off the session by answering these questions, the ones you picked. Yep. So for me, I'll, ans- I'll ask mine, then I'll answer. So mine is, mm, what's at the top of your bucket list and how will you make that happen? So before we started recording, I was just telling you the way I'm trying to develop structures in my business mm-hmm. where each month, is income flowing mm, yeah. because also businesses are very hard. Sometimes some months you go without income and you're like, eh, okay. 
So that is one of the things that I'm focusing on. Yeah. I believe this last quarter of the year. So mm. I've been everyone I've been telling I'm like Amy I'm just talking on strategizing my business so that sometimes when so that I have a significant amount of money flowing in even if it's not a lot yeah. but I know that this money will be able to meet the expenses that the business is running and I'll also get some money out of it and pay myself from it. Okay. So that's now the top thing in my bucket list. How much are you looking at? How much? Yeah. 200k per month. Per month. And okay. I know it's doable. Let me tell you if I sit down and I put effort, yeah. I know it's it's 100% doable. It is. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. So now it's to form the strategies of yes. seeing where this 200 is going to come from. Yes. Yes, it's to form the strategies which I already have it at the back of my mind. Okay. It's just that I need to now sit and implement, yeah. And it's also about second guessing yourself and just procrastinating. And self sabotage all those things <laughs> doesn't put into one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When do you want to do this? This by the end of the year. Okay. By the end of the year, yeah. Do you want to tell them what time we are recording this so they yeah. keep you accountable? Yeah, so. when are we recording? We are in October. October. Almost. Uh, let's just say <laughs> we are in November. Because it's the twenty eighth <laughs> of October. Because November is next week, <laughs> so let's just say we are in November. Yes, Super. but it's my goal by the end of December. Yeah. Mm. Okay. yeah. Okay. I think it's actually achievable. Yes, it is. It is. So much so. Um so I go? Yes, yes. Um what have you done from a place of insecurity that has had long lasting effects? Mm. This this is this is this is big. Mm-hmm. Um I think quitting my job. This is very recent by the way. So quitting my job to oh. focus on building money geek africa how was that for you i feel like a therapist now it was <laughs> <laughs> i would use some sessions for sure um so the plan was i'd had the idea to start money geek for such a long time mm. um, like i mentioned um people always asked me how how come i knew these things mm. um, as young as i was right so that's when it was born i was like maybe i should help other people mm. know these things as when they're still young so they yeah. grow up not knowing Yeah. but now practicing these elements mm. um so this was um i think start of 2019 mm. when the idea was born mm. and then late this year not late this year mid this year end mm. of june mm. that's when i quit my job mm. and so when i was quitting my job it was a very promising job um i was doing very well and i saw you were in strathmore you know my people from strathmore just get good jobs and <laughs> Wow. So some shit, but okay. I it's mean, the school does its stuff. I know. <laughs> let's say let's say a good number of yeah, people from Strathmore. Num- okay. 80%. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, I would say higher, but You see? You see I know these things. <laughs> yeah. So so um I fronted the idea to mm. a few people who were close to me. Mm. Um my parents. Mm. Especially and I mean I like I hope that we're going to speak about parents and how they influence how their children think about mm. money and just generally about anything else. Yes. Um so I told my parents about what I was thinking and they were like how about you give it six more months so save up some money mm. and then you quit your job start of 2024. Mm. And then I was like yeah makes sense. Um by the end of the month end of June this is mm. I was so overwhelmed by the potential oh. that money geek would have that I couldn't keep wait, yeah. yeah I couldn't wait and so I just quit oh wow um, a bold step 
uh it it didn't feel like it obviously yeah. it, it doesn't Those, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so has it had i haven't been at it for long enough to know whether or not it's had long term effects mm. but um it's definitely shaping my mind and how i think about problems and solutions mm. um uncertainty as well because entrepreneurship is almost 90% or 99% about uncertainty yeah, and dealing true. with them yeah. and planning i mean you're saying you're going to come up with 200k a strategy that's going to give you 200,000 pop mm. each month yeah you don't know how that's going to be and you have your own ideas mm. but you still don't know how they're going to work yeah will they or will they not yeah. but i just have to try exactly and that's that's the, the difference yeah 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 okay okay mm-hmm. so we can jump into the first question yeah. so today we're talking about how to develop your child's money mindset yeah. so then how will you define money mindset and why is it important for children to develop one okay So money mindset is essentially let's start with the mindset. Mm. The mindset is how you think. Yes. about whatever subject matter it is as being talk, spoken about. Mm. Now when you talk about money mindset, mm. it's what's your preconceived ideas about money. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And you asked how children can be why it's important for children to have yeah. money mindset. Um I don't think it's even an option for a child to have money mindset. I think as long as you're in an environment or a society where you're interacting with other people, mm. it will spill onto you. Yeah. No one has to intentionally impart it in you that mm. this is how you should think about money. That's true. It's in very subtle elements like statements. I mean the mis- most common one for me was unadhani pesa inatoka kwa miti. Yeah, do you think money? You know. Ah, that's what everyone was told. Hey. Yeah, so so it's especially when you've done something that someone considers waste mm. wastage of money mm. or resources. Mm. So that's how they are formed. Mm. from an or, early age. Yeah. Um at, at that point the child's cognitive um, capacity is very mature, it's very flexible, you can shape it however you want. Mm. And when you make certain s- statements like those, mm. then the child starts thinking about money in that way. Yeah, I'm using true. that example because that is what I was told that was the environment or the money mindset in my household. Mm. So there's one thing I like saying nowadays that is if you're putting money aside if you're saving mm. quote and quote saving without a goal then you're not saving you're just holding ah, money. That's right? true. So I was raised to know that when you get any amounts of money you need to put some aside. No go like no yeah. nothing. Mm. So essentially you're holding money. Mm. And definitely that goes without saying my mentality or my mindset about money when I was growing up was mm. that of scarcity like mm. such scarcity. Um you're always like you can't even enjoy without feeling. You can't enjoy life without feeling some level of guilt. I suffer from that by the way. And <laughs> Today? I realized it's from my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw Yeah it's mine is done 100% from my upbringing. Mm. I hold money and yeah. even to spend. Yeah. I have to like is it a must for you to <laughs> as in do I re- like I ask those questions in my head until yeah. I'm like Yeah. I, I know but at least I'm aware of it and mm. I know where it stemmed from. Mm. Yeah. Yeah and should I say unfortunately Fortunately or unfortunately fortunately because it instills some level of discipline on how yes, you utilize resources yes yes but unfortunately because you want to cling on to the little you have mm. at times you need to let go of the little you have so that you to create space more. for more yeah yeah, yeah. so that's what I'm learning <laughs> it's actually tough <laughs> for sure <laughs> and that's like most kenyan yeah. households that's true that's yeah. true 
So then what are some of the practical ways parents can start fostering a positive money mindset in their children? So what can parents do? Practicality. Okay. Um, I think you've answered yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Like I said, um, children, they have a very, their cognitive capacity is very mm, malleable. You yeah. can shape it however, mm. right? Um, and so, and then the other thing to notice with children is they don't do as they say. As mm. you say, they do as you do. Yeah. Right. So mm. you can, can you envision this? Um, you're, you're on a dinner table mm. with your child mm. and then you're, you're having dinner. Mm. And then with food in your mouth, yeah, you tell them, let's call them who, let's call them Mark. Mm. So like Mark, you shouldn't speak with food in food your, in mouth. your mouth, yeah. But you're telling him that as you have food in your food mouth. In your mouth, yeah. So they'll listen to you. They'll hi- they'll have heard what you said. Mm. But are they going to practice it? No, because no. that's yeah. not what they saw. So with money as well, I think, not I think this has actually been proven with societies. Um, world over we'll speak about that a bit later Mm. where you inculcate the discipline and the practice of whatever principle you want you want your child to know Mm. by actively involving them yeah i remember when i was growing up um i was born when both of my parents were still in campus oh wow Um, so definitely an oops baby (laughs) (laughs) yes not planned for but and so um with that they didn't have a lot of resources Mm. So I didn't have um, toys that were like these fancy toys, you know, remote-controlled cars, yeah. robots, those yeah. things. I didn't have those. Yeah. I had handmade or DIY toys, mm. and we made them with my dad, mm. right? To date, I'm so good at making toys, like, mm. with my hands. Oh, wow. Right? And it's not something I was taught. I was told. Yeah, you picked it up. When you are doing it with my yeah. dad. And so when you're talking about money, the same principle applies so directly because when you want to teach a child about earning, mm. make them earn, right? So don't tell them that, you know, this money, for me to get it, I have to go to the office, then come mm. back. Those are stories. You mm. need them to actually get their hands dirty and understand that concept of earning. Mm. So go with them to your workplace. Mm. It's 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 a Western concept, not so Africanized yeah. to take yeah. your child to uh, the workplace. Work, uh, yeah. Children friendly work, friend, parent friendly. Not offices. too many. I've actually had just a few. Um, yeah. Like, I think I don't know. I'm, this is not intended to be promotionary at all. Mm-hmm. But Safaricom yeah, has a daycare yeah, for yeah. their staff members. I think mm. such thing. But even without being a Safaricom employee, mm. right? There's what you can do. So you yeah. can take your child to, you know, even shop, give them yeah. like 500 bob. You know they'll waste it, mm. but you're trying to teach a concept. So you're like, I want you to budget. I want mm. you to do all these things. Um, let them plan their money. Yeah, for that's their true. Money. Yeah. That's true. Um, if you have a car, let them wash that car for you to give them. Yeah. yeah. So so it's, it's the, in the practice of it is not just be um, behind the stories. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think also from my upbringing, yeah. I was raised by a single father who, yeah. okay, now he's retired, mm. so we can say who was who yeah. was an economist okay. back then. Once an economist, always yeah, an economist. Yeah, so uh, who uh, is? Who, who is he? Who is? <laughs> yeah. So growing up, I think one of the activities we used to do on weekends is go for shopping together. Mm-hmm. So it used to be like a family affair, yeah. hands-on family. Yeah. So it's a time for. Writing a shopping list, he'll be like, ah, yeah, let's write the shopping list. Yeah. Ah, yeah, we write, we write, write. And when you're done, he asks, so is there anything you want to add? 
So you know, as a child, mm-hmm. uh, you can't say you want to add sweets. Uh huh. Because you can't say you want to add sweets, you dolls, you yeah. what. <laughs> so by the time he leaves the house, he's like, "Are you sure there's nothing you people want?" Mm. So me and my two sisters, and he's like, "We're like, no, 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 no. We are fine. We are fine." So it's like even pencil for school. Yeah. Even a set. Yeah. Even a rubber. Yeah. Yeah. Even a sharpener. You have everything. He's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So then he's like, okay, let's go for shopping. And we go for shopping and we buy stuff. But also even the shopping process used to be hectic because now we'll go aisle to aisle and he'll be like, you see this? Choose this. Okay, at that time, me, I never. I was been like, this shopping trip is just exhausting. Boring, I'm even yeah. wondering, why do we have to go yeah. all of us? You know, why? You yeah. Know? So, and I remember sometimes we used to have arguments like yeah. on the till, you know, on yeah. when you're not paying. Yeah. Because now when you're when you're with him with the trolley, obviously you'll see a nice sweet and he'll just put it in. You sneak it up. But him, he's just seeing. But then he's like, oh, yeah, I know I'm going to catch you. <laughs> at the till. At the till. Yeah. So at the till, sometimes it used to be drama. Yeah. Hands-on drama. Yeah. Because now he'll, you're there removing and he'll be like, you sing your sweets and your chocolate and he's like, I am. Puts them aside. <laughs> so you're in your mind, you're like, okay, now he'll pay this one's last. That's why he's putting <laughs> them aside. Or you're comforting oh. yourself. <laughs> Let me tell you, he'll be going like, eh, 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 eh. Yeah. I'm not paying for this. You remember when we were in the house, we said, mm, shopping list. It's final. And you didn't, you didn't, you didn't add it. But then in your mind, you're like, but now I've seen. He's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. These are decisions you make prior. You just don't come in and say you want this. Yeah. Because also I budgeted my money. Yeah. Before I came here. So now I don't have money to add these things on your shopping list. Mm. And he'll be kind enough to tell you, like, the next time you're going for shopping, please remember to add your seats. To add your seats and tell me so that I can budget for it. So those are the things that have also I've grown up I grew up seeing. And also these days when I go for shopping, let me tell you, I have a shopping list. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not in me and those people, even if I see I'm like, wow, this thing looks so nice. Yeah. I can change my lotion to this. Yeah. I'm like, eh, 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 eh. I was about to ask you that. I don't imagine. Like yeah. reflex, I won't bite. If it's not in my shopping list, I won't bite. And even sometimes when I go out with my friends and they're like, can you take me for shopping? And I'm like, gladly, let's go. So mm. I'm asking my friends, so what are you buying? They tell me X, Y. I'm like, cool, let's go. So sometimes when we are there and I'm like, so I even ask you, so why are you picking this? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You didn't even plan for yeah. it. And it's a whole conversation. Until yeah. some of my friends are like, ah, uh-uh, you now, Apana. Yeah. You're bringing your money thing to the shopping. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not bringing, like, I'm trying to yeah. tell you that this thing was not in your list. So why are you buying it? Yeah. Yeah. So also that is one thing that I found myself doing. Yeah. And I remember sometimes I was like, where did this thing stem from? Yeah. Because I'm those people shopping in and out with only whatever is in my list. Yeah. If it's not yeah. there. If I remember to put it, it will be there next time. But if it's not there, I'm not buying it. Yeah. Okay. Mad respect to your dad. Yeah, Mad I know. Mad respect to I your know. dad. Especially I... to condition a lady to think like that. Because yes. to be honest, ladies are the gender that suffers most from impulsive purchases. But you'll find my friends and hey, you, you are a miser. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> I don't understand also myself. I know I am, but it's time from somewhere, but it's actually good because you'll find that you don't overspend mm. and you don't buy things that you had not planned for. Mm. Yes. I think the right word there would not be miser. It would be a planner. Yeah. Because a miser is, you know you need it, but you still won't buy it. Yeah. A sure. planner is, I'll plan it's not in it. my list. I'm yeah. not going to buy it. Yeah. 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 Um, so we can go to the next question. So children often face challenges when understanding money. So how can parents help them overcome these obstacles? 
in understanding money. Yes. Um, how I look at it is you can only teach what you know. Mm, yeah. You know how people put it, you can only mm. pour from, you can't pour from an, an empty, empty mug. Yeah. yeah. Um, so as a parent, it, it starts with you. So mm. how well do you understand these concepts? Mm. And understanding is not just knowing of them. It's actually mm. practicing them. Because like yeah. we said, children, they don't listen to what you say. They listen to what you do. Mm, that's right? true. So if you want to help your child, then it's in what you do. I like how the example you've just mentioned, not mm. even an example, but your true story. That is mm. your dad. You can see, I mean, your dad, I would not imagine that um, in the last 10 years you've been spending you've been you've been earning right mm, yeah. but you haven't been like sending shopping list to your dad Mm-mm. and all that Mm-mm. you've been managing your finances yes, yes yes so this is something he taught you when you are very young mm. but look at how much you've yeah, grown now yeah. and you're still practicing the things he yeah. taught you right at that time you don't i used to complain mm-hmm. as in, i look about like shopping uh, yeah like, yeah uh, yeah because shopping used to take like two hours in a supermarket. And like, yeah. Also, these days I hate shopping. And those people, I'm like, shh. Because sometimes I'm like, is, I think it's trauma. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I think it is. I'm like, me, I'm those ones for in and out. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I'll, what are we doing in, the, in this yeah, aisle? Yeah. Let's come in and we buy whatever we're buying and we leave. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's them seeing you mm. doing these things. And then kids are not, sorry, children is a better name. Children are not, um, quote unquote dumb as yes, dumb as we think. Yes, yes. So if if you're truly if you're not truly competent mm. in your financial management, mm. you won't blind them easily. Mm. So there's what parents do, they open a bank account for their child and then mm. they say, now I'm setting them up for financial success. Mm. Yet in essence it's you running that bank account. Mm. So you'll be like, so we used Mark, right? Yeah. So Mark, I've put some money in your account. Mm. And the next birthday again i'll put some money in your account mm. then let's say when they close school i'll put your money in your account mm. so it's essentially you running that account as a parent yeah it's okay. just yeah. under your child's name and then your yeah. child knows of this account and yeah. they know that it's in their name but okay. they're not actually gaining tangible concrete skills about mm. managing their finances mm. what managing finances for a child looks like is mm. um you wash the car mm. we agreed i'm going to pay you 500 more. Yes. I've given you the 500 bob. Yeah. Yesterday we opened a bank account. Mm. So please put some cash into that bank account. Mm. Um, you can spend mm. some mm. part of it. Mm. And it's that's that's how, you know, the elements or principles of personal financial management, yes. they apply across different they're yeah. they're universal mm. and it doesn't matter how old you are, they still apply to you. Yeah, that's true. And then they're intermingled. So yeah. or inter intertwined. Yeah. So by the time you're teaching them about earning, you're also teaching them about budgeting because you're like, once I've paid you 500 bob, which mm. is a principle of earning, then they have to budget, mm. right? To know that this much I'm going to use for this, this much I'm going to use for this. Yeah. And then once they've budgeted, then they're like saving. So mm. I'm going to save this much. And then, again, if they're not holding money, if they're actually saving, then mm. they're also talking, I'm thinking about investing. Yeah. So there's no two way around it. It's for a parent to first of all ensure that themselves they are well versed financially. So it starts with the parent. It starts with the parent. Yeah. Um. I'm, and I'm not saying we've lost hope for the parents who, who are not there yet. Mm. I I think you have friends. Mm. Um, you have friends, and then, okay, this is going to sound like a shameless, <laughs> but <laughs> you can plug. You can plug. <laughs> no, there's money geek now, mm-hmm. right? 
um, who now you come in. And by the way, in our program, we emphasize that in mm. the first session, you have to join with your child. Mm. Right. So you want to understand what have you done with this child oh, as yeah, much true. as so far as yeah. personal financial management is yeah. concerned. That's a two-way thing. Yeah. Then now we pick it from there. Mm. And then we tell you this is what you're going to be training these children about mm. so that you also know how to keep them accountable. Mm. But as a parent, you cannot delegate that responsibility to any other person, not their sure. teachers. I mean, we hear people say the Kenya curriculum does not have financial literacy mm. in it. It's it's it, it would be great to have it, but, but it's just I think it's just an add-on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It can't be the primary, the primary source. Yeah, for for financial literacy yeah. for children. So I think yeah. as a parent, you cannot delegate such a function. Okay. Yeah. So then, just from that conversation, as yep. question has passed. So how important it is to have how how important is it to yeah. have money conversations with your kids? I think it's very important, yeah. very very important. But it's a sensitive area. In the mm. sense that you need to be aware about your own flaws in terms of money management. So as mm. you're having these conversations with your child, mm. you don't make certain statements that you don't intend to make. Like, um, oh, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. Mm. Um, what's the other, the most common one? Sinapesa. Sinapesa. Hey. You know, yeah. it's, it's the child grows with that mentality yeah. as opposed to... I mean, if if Huna Pesa for sure, explain how why. Ab- yeah, explain why. Explain that you earned money, you used it for mm. a given purpose. Why that purpose was more important than what yeah. the, why the child is asking for the money. Yeah. And then more than that, talk about now the solution. So Sina yes. Pesa, but this is you want. What's a good example? You want. You want what? Let's say a phone case for your phone. Mm. The child wants a phone case for mm. his phone, right? Um, then it costs like a thousand bob. Mm. Then you're like, how person? That's the situation. That's the reality mm. you are in. Mm. So how about you tell him? So this is the situation. I don't mm. have the money because I use this money for X, Y, and Z. Mm. And this is these are more important um, mm. uses for the money as opposed to your yeah, phone, your yeah. phone case. Yeah. However, for you to earn the thousand bob, you need to buy the phone case. Mm. You can wash. You can wash daddy's car like two times, yeah. or you can do whatever. You can come up with you can sell popcorn what yeah. anything so you can go help mr kamau who is a family friend at the shop they'll mm. pay you 200 bob for helping them for like three hours mm. and then you do that five times mm. now the children are on holiday so you've explained to them everything um but you've also given them a solution and you've there's a call to action to it the call yeah. to action is i need to generate this income myself so it's important to have those conversations but not just for the sake of having the conversation yeah that's it true. should be very very intentional about not mm. not just disseminating knowledge because yeah. again i think everyone knows they need to save ah, everyone knows everyone hey. knows they need to invest every everyone knows hey. <laughs> everyone knows they need to budget and all that yes yes but the difference between the people who actually do it and it's shown in the mm. in the way that they've grown or progressed in their financial lifestyles mm. is in the practice of all these principles yes yeah. So yes. I think if, as a parent, as you're having those conversations, first of all, to answer your question directly, it is important. But then even beyond that, it's how do you actually have those conversations with the children? Mm. Maybe some people are just, they just feel like maybe they let their kids down, which I don't think is the case. I think communication is key. Mm-hmm. I remember also from growing up, yeah. there were instances where my dad didn't have money and yeah. he wanted yeah. things. And yeah. he was just point blank. He's like, you people, yeah. I don't have money yeah. and it's because of X, Y, Z. And he used to say like X, Y, you know, like, and he, by the time, by the time even you actually sit down and you're like, by the way, this man doesn't have money. Yeah. 
because they'll be like, you see, I have to pay for this. I have yeah. to pay for this rent. Yeah. Then, because also the rent for by a single parent, so yeah. it's like, and I'm the only provider here. Yeah. So and sometimes they'll be like, "Amam nataka kuenda kushushagua." Then you're like, "Eh, eh, eh." But they'll say, "Ana do." If those are the options you're considering, no. <laughs> and then you actually sit down and like, by the way, for real. And yeah. then it's like, but I have promised you I'll plan for it, yeah. and we will find a way to work around it. Yeah. I've had you, yeah. yeah. So having those conversations is actually more yeah. important. It's, yeah, it's, it's like yeah the ripple effect they have mm. on the development of this child yeah. is so phenomenal because mm. you see, if you hide the fact that lacking money or lacking resources mm. generally is 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 not the reality of things from your yeah. child, then you find that they grow up and when they're not able to provide for their families at any given yeah. point in time, it yeah. gets to their self-esteem. Mm, that's true. Because they grew up in a household where dad would take a loan to buy a toy. Yeah. Just because they cannot tell me that they don't have yeah. the money. Yeah. yeah. Then you end up finding out later that yeah. it was... A loan. <laughs> <laughs> this life, no balance. <laughs> <laughs> so then how can parents encourage financial responsibility when en- while ensuring that their children have a healthy relationship with money? Mm, I think that's that would be an a result of the conversation we just had. Mm. That is you first of all know that this is what I want this mm. child to think about. Mm. To, this is the way I would like them to think about money. Mm. And so by asking yourself that statement or by making that statement, you're very intentional about what mm. activities you're about to engage in. Yeah. As opposed to just starting these conversations and you know, you meet as as as, as a charmer, mm. then you're like, by the way, it's very important to teach these children about money, and then you go to home and then you start. Mm. You have no you have no criteria for success because then mm. how do you know that this child is actually understanding yeah. these concepts? Yeah. Right? Because it needs to show. Mm. it's not the knowledge again it's not the knowledge it's the practice mm. of it mm. so the parents cannot first of all just leave it at the knowledge bit they're like mm. oh you need to save you know when you earn money you need to put some part some 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 of it somewhere and all mm. that it goes beyond that if you really yeah, want this to true. be ingrained to the in the yeah, minds of the children yeah. so it's the level of intention mm-hmm. um it's the and when you're intentional you're also going to learn if you don't yet know enough about mm. personal financial management and now teach it to the children. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So then uh, could you share a story, a success story of a child who's benefited from learning financial literacy early in life? I wanted to say myself, but I'm even more <laughs> <laughs> uh, So first of all, success is is not linear. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, I think you would, even your answer would be right, like mm. 100%. Because mm. we we. We can't call it success because we haven't seen what would have happened yeah, if you didn't have if that I dream. Didn't have, yeah. Right. The only the only visibility we have is to what the result of you having that knowledge is. Mm. So you, you would be like, okay, Lynette would have turned out this way anyway. So mm. we won't see it as a success. Yeah. But in essence it is a success. Yes, it is. Um so to me as well, um personally again, mm. I was like my mom was very intentional about making me understand money and earning money. I remember I used to used to fare from home to school was about 10 bob, mm. then later on 20 bob. And then there were these watches. Okay, they were very Chinese watches. Oh very yeah, I thick. remember them. Hey. Like a red light. Hey, <laughs> yes, I remember them. So they used to retail at around 150 bob. 
So I really liked them. Um and I would walk at times to mm. save this money oh. and buy these watches. Mm. And at a time at the at the highest point I had about 20 watches of different mm. designs. So of course I was like calling shots within my circle of friends. Yeah. Um but then again it wasn't saving because I didn't have a goal. I was just buying yeah. watches because I mean it's the coolest thing known to me at that point. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes. Um not to say that that is that is not the example of a success story mm. I've heard of. I would actually mention to our mention that I said that I would talk about societies. Yes. Look at the my favorite ones are the Jews. Mm-hmm. The Jews the Jewish, Jewish communities and then the the, the Japanese communities. Mm. So these are communities that have amassed a lot of wealth mm. and it's not out of it's not out of inheritance or anything they've created it by themselves. Mm. So the Jewish community controls about 1.1% of the global um, wealth. Oh. I didn't know. Sounds I think I know that. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> Sounds too little. I just remember someone told me that during the week. <laughs> it's like that's 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 a crazy amount. They control actually I think in the US. Yeah. So, yeah, I remember someone was telling me when I was asking about them that that war that is going on. Mm, the Israeli and yeah, Palestinian. Yeah, they told war. me, you know, this is the reason why I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, where money is involved yes, there's also often yes. a lot of of conflict. Yeah. Um but now they control 1.1% of the global wealth. And yet, we only have 0.5% of the global population being mm-hmm. Jews. And so this means that on average, do some quick math, mm. they have been able to create five times as much wealth as individuals. Mm. Um, compared to Christianity, I'm not saying this to to put shame to anyone or yeah. any community. I'm just yeah. saying this for comparative purposes. Mm. Now, Christians are about make up about 50-something percent. Mm. I don't know global population mm. and then they control about 33%. Mm. So it's actually you compare it you compare the demo, the population vis-a-vis the amount of wealth they've been able mm. to create. The Jews beat a, any other community. Mm. And now you ask how they've been able to achieve that. It's mm. in how they raise their children. Oh, right? Yeah. So they have right from the time you're a child mm. you create your your I would ask you to read a book called The Startup Nation. Mm. Speaks about Israel, how they think, how they've been able to create their wealth mm. all that from nothing. Mm. Right? So the mentality they have is that of a creator. Oh, okay. Right? And as a parent, you involve your child in the in, in everything you do to earn wealth and how to manage that wealth mm. regardless of how young they are. Mm. So you give them the money, you're like they they use the just system. Mm. So the just system is and by the way mark the order in which i'm going to say this because it's very important so you put you earn some money mm-hmm. put part of it in a savings jar mm-hmm. part no first of all sorry 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 you put in a tithe mm-hmm. tithing jar or giving mm-hmm. right and then you put it into a savings jar then an investing jar and then now you spend what's left mm. as in you grow up it sounds it sounds very simplistic Mm. It's it's simple but it's not easy. It's not. It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. So so you grow up as a Jewish child, you know that when you earn a hundred shillings or dollars mm. because mm. now um that's 10k, right? You no, give it's first. More than 10K. Mm-hmm. It's more than 16k. 
depending on the exchange rate at that moment. So it's 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 you put some money to give mm-hmm. to the community mm. or through tithing or whatever, mm. and then you save, then you invest, yeah, then you spend, then you spend. Mm. and then you come to now us. Or maybe let me speak for my own family. Mm. Um, I grew up in a household where you you're told yes, save, but save after you've taken care of a few bills. Mm. Yeah, so that is it goes without saying that those are the communities that we should like um how should i say emulate how mm, they deal yeah. with money and that is exactly what we are trying to do as money gigs we are trying mm. to as much as we are training children mm-hmm. we are very um we are very intentional about bringing the parents on board yeah so like we form this community of parents where we just give them tips about mm. how to raise their children in a way that would ensure that they understand this concept or okay. terms very well okay. because you cannot separate the two yeah, yeah you can't separate the two yeah because if one is not playing their role then why are you teaching your kid uh-huh. about saving and investing and managing their money exactly if the also, parent is not playing that role of being the and following through uh, yeah and following through so yeah. it just doesn't sense and who 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 is the child going to listen to more yeah, than the, the parent yeah you know yeah. sometimes you learn things then sometimes you ask me what i learned in in high school and i'm like i don't even remember <laughs> <laughs> because it just ended there but yeah, it's something really should hear this <laughs> <laughs> because now but the things now i've learned growing up like you know being taught and seeing people do are the things which I can remember because yeah, I've yeah. seen them hands on yeah. as opposed to the things that I just learned for a specific period of time yep. and they were done and mm. I don't apply them anywhere. You do them yeah. f- to pass an exam. Yes. That's it for four for and us. I have a lot yes. of problems with that system. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But we turned out okay. We move regardless. Yes. With a lot of disappointment. But yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Sawa, sawa. So we can pl- we can ask the last questions, then we can end the session. So I'll go sure. first. Please. So given the option of either receiving a lump sum amount of 10M right now or receiving 1M every year for the next 10 years, what will you choose and why? Um, I believe I'll choose uh, a lump sum. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll choose a lump sum because... Yeah. Would you give me that lump sum? I will invest the money and I will see how to how it can generate income for yeah. me for yeah. the next um how many years? Ten years. Okay. As opposed to giving me one million every year. So what if I, a certain year you don't give me the one million? You okay. just tell me my stories. But let's say holding. You're thinking like a Kenyan because uh, uh, it's, 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 it's Kenya. <laughs> Where you start be given all these stories. I'll be like. Eh. So what happens, you know? Yeah. So there's the risk involved. So I'll just give me that that lump sum. Then I, I can see. plan myself. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. You didn't even ask what currency though. Hey, no, it's dollars. Yeah. No, I'm it's not. Dollars. I'm not. I am not. I am not. I'm not doing this Kenya shillings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with these dollars of ours. Oh so by God. the time you give me, maybe the dollar will be at one sixty, and I'll be like, eh, mm. okay, yeah. Okay. Actually, I think to now even reinforce that. One shilling now is more valuable than one shilling tomorrow. So, yeah. so for sure, that's yeah. that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah because of inflation, yes, whatever, whatever. Yes, yeah. yes, and we don't know about tomorrow. Tomorrow, we not about even. your loan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cool. So, I read mine, or yes, you're reading yes, your you second can, card. You can read your. Um, uh, let me pick the easier one. Yeah. Do you feel financially obligated to your parents as they grow older? Wow. Um. No, I don't. 
No, you I don't, don't. I don't. Like you don't have that fear. Like uh, uh, maybe you're young. Me, the I feel. I feel not fin- <laughs> uh, not financial obligation, but I feel like I'm just obligated. I'm obligated to say have they eaten. You know. Uh-huh. How is your health? Are you exercising? That I mean, I'm not exercising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, you are at that age. You are a. You need to keep fit. Yeah. But am I applying it now? Yeah. But I just want to feel like it's like now, I become. It's like the roles have reversed. Like now, mm, they are the child and I'm the parent. You're taking care of yes, them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I usually have that. Maybe I, I. I need to ask you your age. After this. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now that is also. Stage I am at the moment. I I don't feel obligated because. So like I said, um, I was born when these people were in campus. Mm. So relatively, they are young. They are people with means. Mm. If anything, mm. um, okay, no, I'll give up a lot of information if I say that. But they they are people of means, mm. and then they have, they have. I think they have about twenty years mm. to retire. That's why. So 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 I mean <laughs> case closed. <laughs> but I I'm also I'm also very wary about black tax. Mm. Um even if circumstances were to be reversed. Mm. I would still put I would still put might sound selfish but I'll still put myself first. Mm. So there's something an analogy I had um by Alex Homozi I think. Mm. saying that if you have a boat mm-hmm. that will take you from an island to the shore mm. and it can only carry three people at a go. Mm. You can only go with the two people who are most important to you. Mm. Very often, that is your husband or your life partner, like your mm. wife, and your children. Mm. The others, mm. you can go. Mm. Once you're at the shore, then you can make money. And then now, you know, once you've made the money, you can build a bigger ship and come forward. Okay. Many people, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But if you go with everyone, you're going to yeah, yeah. sink the ship and no one is going to get to the other side. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh so we can end the session. Any last words? Um you can also plug Money Geek again in case someone wants to how can they reach you? Yeah. Where can they get the services? Yeah. For sure. Um what I'd like to say to end this mm-hmm. is let's be very, very intentional mm-hmm. about raising a financially literate generation. Okay. Um you look at the wealth distribution globally. Mm-hmm. Um it's you can barely see any Africans there at the top. Mm-hmm. And mostly it's because of how much you know about managing wealth. Yeah. And I'm sure about that because at the top yeah, 100 yeah, you have Kenya. Yeah. Like the Indians are just yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And and again, I like that you mentioned the the Indians because mm. it's it shows that there's a there's something this community is doing. So yeah. there's the Indians, there are the Jews, there are the people like the Amish community, mm. all these people. There's mm. there's a way of life that they've adapted to, mm. and it starts from the family as a unit of the society. Mm. And as a family, it's you as a parent to train your kids about how to think about money and how to generate wealth and how to preserve it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not think of you know, delegating this responsibility. Mm. Um, and I'm saying this with full knowledge of the fact that we we help parents to train their children about managing finances. Yeah. But you're only with them for like what? Two to four weeks? Mm. You're with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. So you still yeah. cannot 
delegate that responsibility. So first, educate yourself as a parent mm. to understand money enough to teach someone else who is your child in this case. Yeah. And then number two, you know, make it very practical about yeah. you know, bringing them along in how wealth is created, how how money is made and all that. Yeah. Um how someone can reach us and um, find us on our website. Okay, yeah. So how you can reach us is you can find us on our website www.moneygeek.co.ke. Um, you can find us on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn, all at Money Geek Africa. Okay. Yeah, so reach out and then we'll be sure to reach back at you. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us on this session. Until the next session, my name is Lynette, helping you get your bag right.